Earlier, we talked to Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Let's go now to that interview. Folks, there's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. Probably the hardest match I ever had in my life. But I don't like it when things aren't my, going my way. Motley Cruz, you turn the tables on me. You turn the tables in a wrong way. You've got me mad now. I've stood around. I've listened to everything you had to say. I've did everything necessary. But when you turn around and you backstab me one way or another, and you treat, cheat me out of what's rightfully mine, that's when I get angry. Now I'm the one doing the challenging. I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me. This time, I'm going full force. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Now let's go to the ring. I'm doing the challenge now, brothering around. I stood around and I listened to everything you gotta say. And, and I did everything necessary. But now you got me mad now. I'm Wes Gardner, uh, Mr. Comedy Hobo. <laughs> oh, I, we had to get. Oh, we had to have that promo on there. Like, holy shit. Jeff Farmer, you Jumping genius. Jeff Farmer. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Oh, man. But I'm Wes Gardner. Over there is Mr. Marco Flores. What's up? Uh,. Uh, Talk of Jericho podcast I listened to with um, Tyler Breeze said that one of his characters was going to be a surfer guy named Kale Cove. What the f***? And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's <pretty> amazing. Cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we got Mr. Todd EVF. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You turn the tables... The, the, the wrong way. <laughs> I, I just like he says, I stood around and listened to everything you had to say. I did everything that was necessary. Like, it was necessary for you to stand and listen to this guy blab about something like. Yes. So bizarre. And of course, Moriarty. I'm back. You are yeah, back. Welcome back. Welcome. Thank you. We had to do the best promo ever to make sure you're back on the show. We had to. Oh, yeah, thank you. you know, <laughs> we had to pull out the big guns, jump Jeff Farmer to <laughs> a celebration. Those are some mighty big guns. <laughs> they are. You got me mad now. Oh my god, the whole thing. Just who's gonna make a shirt out of that? I bet there's already one. I like. I mean, I could probably get something together in like ten minutes and have <laughs> yeah. it up in the shop. So there you go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> No, he's probably like Brother Virgil. Back. He's gonna he's gonna he's ask for a, <laughs> all kinds that, of money. That should be that should, that should be the, the the brother back shirt. It's like you got me mad now. Oh yes, you back. got me on the front, and then on the back it says mad now. <laughs> Holy shit, <Yeah>. that's great. <laughs> oh, man. You turn the tables on me, yeah. and then the back says you turn the yeah. tables on the wrong way. <laughs> Have it be like yep. a, upside down. Yeah, all it says is w- YIP. Like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now back to the match. <laughs> yeah. And th- that guy's a consummate professional, by the way. The other ring announcer guy, he's like, all right, that was Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Let's go back to the ring. <laughs> 
Like he <laughs> he just like stares at him like what the fuck, and then he just goes back to like all right. We like he didn't, he didn't break for anything. He doesn't, man. The, the kayfabe is real. The, <laughs> it is real. It's, a, it's, it's real to me, damn it. Um, so, <laughs> so this this is going to be an off the rails episode because I don't think we have anything planned. Like I think there's one there's one thing, and we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, the return of the majestic and the mighty. Maybe the greatest pay-per-view gimmick of all time. Um, besides, the, besides the Punjabi prison. I mean, let's keep it going. What about King's Road where they couldn't uh, film an angle because they were bleeding and they weren't supposed to bleed? So they had to be <laughs> up top. They only had to film from the helicopter. Holy shit. They, but yeah, the um, King of the Road match. King of the Road, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, King of the Road, sorry. That's so yeah. good. Oh my! <laughs> like how? But that that reminds me of how they used to. Uh, if you look back at old WCW, it, one of the reasons why it was such a clusterfuck. <laughs> one of the reasons why it was it, it was so bad because it was they they had to, this was like during the Monday Nitro uh, and the Thunder like WCW Thunder. That just reminded me how they, you know, someone bled so they couldn't film an angle. Apparently, they filmed Thunder on like the Sunday before the Monday Nitro, but two weeks in the future. So, like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you, I think Kevin Nash did an interview about this, about like why WCW booking was so fucked up because there was one week. To where, like, Scott Steiner walked out as the champ on Monday, and then Thursday, he was getting his number one contender match to, like, get the belt. And you're like, uh, okay, he already got uh-huh. the belt. It's like, what the fuck? But, like, <laughs> this was an ongoing thing. So they had to plan out stories backwards. Oh, shit. So, oh, yeah, Kevin Nash was like, okay, we're filming next Thursday's Thunder before this Monday's live Nitro. So they had to know. So like the crowd would show up, and like someone else would walk out with a belt, and we're like, "Oh, we don't wait. How did he get that belt?" And that's what you're gonna see the week before on Nitro. So weird, like the most clusterfuck thing. They were time splitting, pretty much. Like they they had to write in the present in the future from the past it was like the weirdest the most genius bookers ever because they're like all right we're gonna we're gonna figure this out in nine months you're gonna win the belt and we're gonna film that yesterday and then <laughs> like oh my god but it's I a wonder that wait for thunder to hit the network yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be like on on qvc and then that's gonna and they would do that shit too like that that would be a spoiler you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, Kevin Nash just walked onto the Today Show with the belt, but that episode of Nitro isn't going to be filmed for another three weeks. So, <laughs> like, it was such a mess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God I'm not in this business. Because that would, <laughs> I would, I would just drink myself silly. If I had to deal with that type <laughs> of stuff, it's just bonkers. <sighs> 
but all that to say so the backtrack yeah the I'll... backtrack i'm gonna use you're like a wcw to somebody <laughs> that was too much. You're like a WC. It's like WC. You're like a WCW. What what happened? It, it failed. <laughs> Dramatically. <laughs> use that. Use that at work. <laughs> yeah, just pull a WCW. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll start using that at work too. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then that's a good Jonathan, way to figure out who the marks. Like WCW. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to figure out who the smart marks in your staff are. Because they might get it. Go. They may be like, aha, yeah, it is like WCW. And everyone's like, what the? <laughs> like, you're speaking in code. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but <laughs> all this to say, the, the beauty of WCW brought us War Games. Yes. Which is apparently yeah. going to be the next NXT TakeOver. Yep. Oh, shit. TakeOver Houston is now TakeOver War Games. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, that's I I, I don't even know. I don't even know because it's it's one of those things. Okay, so like, what is an old school pay per view? Even if it's just the name, even if they didn't bring back the gimmick. Well, no, actually, they have to bring back the gimmick. Let's make that the rule. They have to bring back the gimmick of it. What What do you think would be? The next, like, after War Games, are they going to be like, here's NXT Survivor Series? Or, <laughs> I'm trying to think. In your house. Oh, in your house. Holy shit, that would be and great. Somebody, somebody's going to win a house. Super Brawl. Ooh, yeah. Super Brawl. They what? do that right yeah. at same time as uh, Rumble. Oh, good call. You got that uh, Saturday, you got Super Brawl, and then you got Sunday, you got the Royal Rumble. Tuesday Night Titans. Nobody wants that. (laughs) (laughs) True. The people that worked that show didn't even want it. I mean, they worked. They worked a a pay per view that Sunday. They had uh, a house show that Monday, and then they had to be in for this other pay per view on Tuesday. It was just, Mm -hmm. and it all was was a rehash of the of the Sunday's pay per view. It was. mm. Mm -mm. Okay. I'm I'm just saying they need to bring back uh bad blood, that's the one. B B A D D, B L O O D. Because that's the it, one. Isn't that the one where Undertaker fought the Undertaker, and like the promo was the Undertaker holding up the Undertaker's decapitated head or something? Like I think that was what the what the uh, oh that yeah. was a SummerSlam because they had that whole. Um, Taker versus Taker thing going on there, where it was uh, Glenn Jacobs or some shit, and uh, which is funny. But um, what you're thinking mm. about is the Austin Taker bad blood thing that happened. Oh yeah, that was a bad blood. Maybe yeah, it has some shit because it all kind of like runs together. Yeah, like that whole era. <laughs> it's all kind of the one storyline for six years. It's just <laughs> um, oh man. And now I'm trying to think, and you guys might be able to help me. What was the poster that was like, like almost like, uh, you know, the, you know, the old Nickelodeon show, Hey Dude, where they're on like mm-hmm. a, a ranch and like the cactus and stuff. I want to say it was a Survivor Series, but I don't think it was. I think it had some random ass name. 
it dealt it definitely dealt with Stone Cold as like the main guy, of course, because this is back during his okay. kind of big prime. But I don't think it was Survivor Series. I don't think it was King of the Ring. It was like God, some dumbass dude. name that they used one time, and then it it was done. I can like see it in my mind's oh, eye, man, but you, now I need to. You, you lost me. Yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to search that. Yeah, I need to do some vintage uh, search. It may have been a Survivor <laughs> Series. Oh, or was it Canadian Stampede? There you go. Is that the yep. one? I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian Stampede. Holy <laughs> shit! That, that doesn't even make that, sense. That sounds terrible. Ooh, they need to bring back Sold Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. WCW Sold Out, man. Oh, there were some terrible pay-per-views. Holy shit. And she like... And like... <laughs> no. The December to no, December. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so Sandman is stuck. <laughs> yeah. He's too drunk. He couldn't get out of there. <laughs> Somebody give me a beer. <laughs> Is he, is he trying to get into the McAllister's house? Thanksgiving <laughs> 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 surprise. Oh, oh, God. It's oh, great. <laughs> Look at the Tonka, dude. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do when I'm surrounded by family. I want to watch wrestling on Thanksgiving. <laughs> after people have been like drinking wine and are tired from turkey. and That's a great idea. <laughs> but why is one half of the turkey... Have a Japan flag. Oh, and because they because uh, they were going up against uh, it was the Steiners, Luger, and Tatanka against uh, Yokozuna and the team. Oh, uh, Yokozuna. Okay, that's yeah. There goes the yeah. I see it. Yep. I mean, they had to go up against the uh, what was it? The foreign bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the ethnic, ethnic bad, bad guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ethnic bad guy. Go ethnic bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, by the way, Moriarty got two eighty now. Oh, yeah. really? The elite yeah. class of Twitter. How dare you? Too sweet, too sweet over here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that oh, happened. Oh, <laughs> I, I keep looking every single time I'm on Twitter. I'm like, okay, yep. let me see. No, five minutes after. No, oh. <laughs> it's pretty sad. <laughs> That's what well, it comes down to. The sad part is I didn't actually realize it until like one of my like last tweets, which was just kind of like longer than normal. It's like, yeah. Oh, hey, it went through. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. So Moriarty's is the elite. You need some young bucks around you now, <laughs> right? You can't wear the. You can't uh, do the too sweet anymore. Yeah, I was about to say you can't wear the pants yeah, with yeah. too sweet. Damn it! <laughs> so sad. <clears throat> so okay, why do we think that's a that that's actually something good to bring up? So well, the whole copyright deal and oh, too sweet, and that's copyright by you know WWE because I guess AMWCW WCW where it really started taking off. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's because Bucks are kind of maybe dabbling a little bit. I think they're getting their mm-hmm. they're getting their suit and tie on to to show that they'll play ball with uh trips. Mm-hmm. Be able to go to NXT, maybe even for an invasion angle. 
Mm-hmm. I, well, uh, I mean, their contract doesn't end until the end of 2018. Yeah. So um, I think this was kind of the kick in the ass they needed. Because, um, I mean, yeah, the whole the whole thing is kind of bullshit, in my opinion, because the hand gesture even before that was used uh, with uh, North Carolina, uh, the U- University of North Carolina fucking basketball team were using it before the hand. Mm. So, I mean, and you can't trademark a hand gesture. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's interesting. And then also it's the Turkish wolf. So it's actually used by, it's used by a, a group in Turkey. That's not a very friendly group. Yeah. So, Uh I mean, there's a bunch of stuff with the, uh, with the, with that hand gesture. So, yeah, it's true. Because I but mean, of course, uh, when um, oh yeah, go ahead. When the uh, Gallows and Anderson do it, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah totally. Because they they can a now of, sell the merch with it on it, I guess. A part of me, a part of me believes that <clears throat> that Triple H and Vince could actually care less, but the lawyers are like, oh no, who's this outside group that's doing the same? You know, invading the the the, air, the arena that we're at, throwing too sweet. We gotta take these guys. Yeah. And they're like, eh, what? You know, trips, Triple H and Vince, like, eh, whatever. I guess. The the biggest issue with the whole thing. Uh, do you guys uh, watch their YouTube show, uh, Being the Elite? A little no, bit. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched the full app, but. but... <clears throat> okay, so their invasion episode um i mean it's no big deal you know cody rhodes oh cody uh my mistake <laughs> um how dare you does how dare you he he at one point he does the speech from independence day <laughs> which is which is gold i totally would too yeah um but they they're talking to people and one of the things they had in the episode was so you know uh you know who you know would you you're paying to see them. And the guy's just like, no, we got free tickets. <laughs> Considering they're having such attendance problems, like mm-hmm. right after that episode went out the next day, they got that cease and desist. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. it was, you know, as I said, it was that kick in the ass of them going like, all right, well, I guess we should kind of rein back some of this shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, eventually I can, I can see them playing ball. Um, but, I mean, with contracts coming up, uh, New Japan, the two big, well, I say big, the two New Japan contracts that are coming up in January are, uh, the notable ones anyway, are Kenny Omega, who only signed a one-year deal, believe it or not, and um, and Rocky Romero. Interesting. And, and Rocky Romero and, and um, Gallows and Anderson, they have a history. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, they have yeah. a huge history. So Talking shop. Yep. yep. Then, so I mean that's a possibility there too. Um I mean from from my understanding as well uh with with Ring of Honor anyway. Um and obviously contracts things change constantly. But as of as of the last I heard girls working like on a per date basis with Ring of Honor, which is one of the reasons why he's not in that title picture anymore. Hmm. So didn't he also just win uh, WCPW as well? 
defiant what refuse to lose well no no, no. They're, they're no longer the wcpw anymore well still <laughs> fair enough he he just like literally won a thing with Marty, the right? thing and things <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i thought i saw like a gift like of marty winning a belt and then like wade barrett raising his hand or something mm-hmm. that was yeah. it right i think so okay hang on yeah. to 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 the twitter wait i'm already there ha huh. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can search with so many characters now. You it's can, amazing. You can just write the first chapter of War and Peace and just... <laughs> please, please tell me how glorious it is because I'm a Korean that doesn't have the capability yet. Madden um, Moriarty. Can I have oh, that? Partially it. A little bit dead. There we go. Oh, there it is. That was, that was a personal thing that he did. There's that. Yeah, see, there it is. see the uh, good old uh, the thing I'm excited about as far as Marty Scroll is his uh, Ring of Honor Global Wars match against Naito is going to be ooh, so good, mm. so good. Mm. <laughs> oh, just, God, you, you need a minute? <laughs> I'm just thinking about how great that match is going to be because of how like they had that one match um, when, where, where I might have been Ring of Honor. Uh, because this is before he started really with uh, um, New Japan. And Naito didn't take shit seriously from him. And then they did the finger spot, and it was fucking brilliant. He's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh. Oh, God. That's such a great fucking match. Do you guys know how that works? No. I am so curious how that. He always gets that pop. Yeah. It's... I, I have no idea, but it's an amazing fucking spot. It Maybe really, he, really is. Mm-hmm. Or does he really like rip his, his I don't think he actually and... like breaks their hand or finger in any way. Maybe they just kind of like pop a joint or something. I guess so. But it is like a very audible like... Yeah. It's yeah. super audible. It's... <sighs> we can't really is ask that... him his secret, so right. you know. not like... That's not like super super kicking, but then you know you to get that slap, you have to like slap your leg or your ass or something. Yeah, right. It's not that. No, dude gets it every time. Like how? I'm like how? Yeah. How do you do that? And that and what reminds me of that is a. Uh, well, okay, uh, Marco, you remember that match I sent you with a uh, Trent Seven versus Yuji Nagata, and it was from oh, like yeah, 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 England. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's funny because I was just thinking, you know, like any finger lock or wrist lock or something, you know, a lot of us, whenever we see that happen, you know, we're used to all the spectacle and, you know, the crazy moonsaults and mm-hmm. stuff, but like a weird finger move and everyone like cringes like, oh God, because, <laughs> you know, it's a different dynamic. So on the match, it was yeah. uh, Trent Seven versus Yuji Nagata. And Trent Seven does a spot on the outside to where he goes and he'll backhand slap you, like he'll run and backhand slap you across the chest while you're um, outside the ring and leaned up against the turnbuckle. Well, he runs to go hit Yuji Nagata with it, and he hits him with it once, and you know it's a loud Ric Flair thing, and everyone goes woo. He, Trent Seven comes back about ten yards or so and does a sprint, a dead sprint to the turnbuckle, 
and backhands it, and Yuji Nagata moves. <laughs> and, uh, and Trent Seven, the back of his hand smashes into the steel of the Ooh. of the actual thing, and it's louder than whenever it hit Yuji Nagata. And the whole crowd was like, "Oh!" And then <laughs> you can see, and it's part of the bit. But then Trent Seven mm. just like grabs his hand and then just sat down. And you're like, <laughs> he broke his fucking hand. He was like, there's no way he didn't get throttled. And then Yuji Nagata, being a genius for the next 20 minutes, worked him on wrist locks. The whole match turned into a thing about like, oh, you broke your hand, let me just work your hand for 20 minutes. And I was oh, like, God. I was like, oh my God, he's a genius. And it ended up like um, Trent Seven tapped out from like a wrist lock. And I was like, what a great match. Like, I want that type of psychology everywhere. Because it mm -hmm. was, but yeah, it was a running start and he backhands a piece of metal. And you're like, I don't know how you can do that and not have it be for real. Yeah. Like, what, what gimmick is there on that? It's like, <laughs> nope, you just, you just fucking slap the shit out of a metal pole. And now you have to deal with it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, it was so brutal. <laughs> but it's funny oh, no. how yeah. those type of moves um, are, are kind of the thing, right? And even, like, Jack Gallagher, um, his headbutts. You know, they're all worked headbutts, mm, yeah. but then you hear the slap and you see what his head did and just the illusion comes together really well. So everyone mm. in the audience is like, oh, oh, headbutts. Oh, even though those type of headbutts are highly illegal, you know, now because of uh, Shibata and Ishii and dudes like delving in their own craniums. Yeah. But, but apparently Shibata's doing good. The finger break compilation. I don't know if I can even watch that. <laughs> I mean, I have it set where when you hit play, it'll do the Naito one. Yeah. Ooh. So brutal. Dude. It's like, what, what uh, do you got? What, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Love it. If he gets signed on to WWE, I want to see him do this all the freaking time. <laughs> I want him to do it to the whole That's cruiserweight all... division. Yeah. <laughs> do the finger brink to uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, oh, Dude, God, that'd nothing, be terrific. Nothing else. No slams. No nothing. wrist holds. J not even like no drop kicks. Just catch the oh. wrist, grab, catch the hand. Eh, eh, eh. Has there been a wrestler like that? Almost. That uh, just. Just the one thing, or, or just like a, wonder... a surgeon, like they come over and then they like kick your knee, and you're like, Oh god, and then you like fall over, and then you go and you like kick their ankle out, and they're like, Oh Jesus, and like, <laughs> I wonder how that would play, like if you could do it in such a way, um, almost the reverse of some old school guy like Johnny Saint. Like, Johnny Saint, mm. if you want to look at old, fluid, like 1920s carny wrestling. Johnny Saint is the fucking man because he has the best counters and the best reversals you've ever seen in your life. Like William Regal worships Johnny Saint. He's like, mm -hmm. oh, Johnny Saint is the smoothest. Like he'll do monkey roll flips and like front flips out of handsprings and stuff. And this dude's doing it back in like the early 30s. And, <laughs> you know, people are talking about flipping and ricochet and like, oh, the, they're ruining wrestling. King Ricochet and freaking Will Ospreay are destroying professional wrestling. 
And it's like, go watch Johnny Saint matches back whenever, like, yeah. cameras were hand-cranked. And tell me, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like, tell me that he's not fucking ahead of his time. Because um, that <laughs> shit was going on, like, at the turn of the century. And <laughs> yeah. but but someone the reverse of that. So instead of being super like oh slick and all this other stuff, they just come in and they just pick your body apart. It's like I'm going to put you in a weird elbow thing, and then I'm going to smash your elbow. I guess uh, Daniel Bryan was like that a little bit um, in his Ring of yeah, Honor tenure. It, it made me think of Zack Saber Jr. But he's yeah, he's not totally focused on one part. He goes he goes all around. Yeah, but whatever's also, open. Come back to whatever the part that this, you know the match is telling him to do. He'll go on that part, but like he's all over the place as well. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe think of Zack Saber. Interesting. Yeah, uh, that's a well. good call. And he's built. He's not built like a complete tank or something. So he's like, right. it's a perfect gimmick for him. Um, for sure. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to think of besides war games, any other madness coming out mm-hmm. of the world of professional wrestling, and of course the Bucks. Um, See, the the thing is, like WCW, a lot of their a lot of their pay per view concepts had like one big gimmick match to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had war games, you had that. I mean, Super Brawl. There was like uh, was it the to- in the early days anyway? There was a tournament. Um, it was like a tag tournament, which turned into like. Uh, Whoever's oh, left like, like fights each other and gets a uh, the super brawl ring, which was kind of interesting. Mm. Um, I mean, I would I would like to see them bring back Halloween Havoc. That's just me. Yeah, <laughs> like just there was no gimmick match attached to it. I mean, mm. no real gimmick match attached right. to it. I mean, yeah. Every now and then, bring out a match, and it's just like fucking we're gonna see if it works this time nope that, all right we'll put it back on the shelf <laughs> the only gimmick for halloween havoc was vampiro had to be somewhere on the card it was just like oh vampiro paints his face let's put him on the halloween show oh and sting paints his go. face let's make sure he's on the halloween show yeah, they had to put a graveyard mattress. Oh shit. yeah they did it was terrible <laughs> it was so bad Not- they were like a swamp and they it, yeah, and they, not as bad as the Chamber of Horrors match with Abdullah the Butcher and fucking oh. um, Cactus Jack and oh shit, those yeah. wonderful guys. Oh, switch that doesn't want to stay in place. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh. I, I remember the uh, the the Vampiro Sting like graveyard match was actually super boring because whoever edited yeah. it didn't take out all the dead time where they like walk thirty yards. And then they oh. and we're looking for each other. Yeah, they're like, hey, yeah. Vampiro, where are you? And then it cuts to Vampiro, and Vampiro's like, I'm over here, Sting. You'll never find me. And then it, <laughs> it turns behind like, the tombstone. Yeah, but... yeah. It turns into like Rocky and Bullwinkle going after you know, <laughs> like Snidely Whiplash. They're going after. Right. So crazy. Coyote. Maury, there is a whole world of bad wrestling shit that I have not exposed you to oh, yet. So. Yeah. It is truly magic. Like, <laughs> it, it makes you just look at the screen and be like, why was this so... This was the best take. It's like the Jumpin' Jeff Farmer thing. It That was... It, oh, if you look at the Jumpin' Jeff Farmer thing, on it, on the uh-huh. lower deal, it says recorded, like previously recorded. Previously which means recorded. they yeah. tried that fucking promo nine times. 
And oh, Jesus. Was no that cut. was the best was one. No cut. That was the no, no, That was it. No Sid Vicious say, like, let's do, let's do that again. Like, no, no, we can't. <laughs> or right Sid now. Vicious, uh, whenever his car got uh, put in the trash compactor, <laughs> and he runs across yeah. the corner, and he goes to this box of metal, and he's like, why me? Why, why me? <laughs> <laughs> Such a good take. <laughs> He's an absolute oh, genius. Man. Oh, I, yeah, I love <laughs> I love that he, he he's aware of it too. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, there it is. Oh, it's so it's the perfect read of it too because the camera does the little wrap around him and he's like, no. <laughs> Where's my car? So that's that spot. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, See, that's new Nitro logo too. They need to make you know how WWE makes all these compilation videos. They mm-hmm. need to make a WCW compilation video of that type of shit. Just I would buy four DVD sets of the Why <laughs> Me and like the uh, the RoboCop thing. Oh and, God! But I would I would love it. Like, if their whole thing and their whole gimmick is they want to riff on WCW, just make a best of the worst of WCW, and <laughs> I will worship it. I will think it's I'm amazing. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a, a YouTube video of that already. <laughs> oh, probably so. Uh, <laughs> but the best, the best stuff is with WCW. Here's all these guys that are, like, tenured professionals. They've been in the business for, you know, 20-plus years. But it's almost like they forgot how to do certain aspects of their job when they went from WWE to WCW. And I don't know if it was they weren't reined in as much because, you know, WWE was heavily scripted and all this other stuff. And WCW, they just got to be themselves. But a perfect example is this, is the first year Macho Man Randy Savage goes from WWE to WCW, he never faces the camera during a promo. Ever. He never looks at the camera. He'll have his fucking back to the camera and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, and like, he just goes off on these tangents. And you're like, brother, the camera's on the other side. Like, turn around. And then he'll just walk in front of shots and stuff and he'll just pace around. And you're like, the camera can't follow you. It's a stationary camera. And then he'll like be slightly out of focus because he's not standing on his mark. And he's like, but that's when he's at his best. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> that's when he's at his best. And, uh, because, of course, he's mic'd up just perfect. And he's like, oh, yeah. oh, come on, brother. What were you? Yeah, so just mumble shit. And you're like, what? Macho man, why are you holding a cup? Macho man, why? <laughs> and like... Yeah, we gotta get into our the big time, brother. Our, our impression part of the show is what we gotta do. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, come in here, the macho man. Tell me what you're thinking about Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, <laughs> let me tell you something about Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother. He's gonna go around and showboat and hot dog. <laughs> That's still the best. Like, I love that. Randy said, you just had to go get your hot dog and a grandstanding out there, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I think it was like WrestleMania 3. Or no, WrestleMania 6. Because it was him versus versus Hogan. And it was because of Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because Elizabeth yeah. was like schmoozing a little bit with Hulk, and Macho Man didn't like that. He was not a mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. He was like, "You don't love Miss Elizabeth like I love Miss Elizabeth." That that was the whole gimmick, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it." Yeah. Oh, it was great, but it was such a good story because, like, the freaking Macho Man really did love Elizabeth. Like, that was a genuine yeah. thing, man. They got married and everything. So, <laughs> you know, like it was the full gimmick, and he was so upset. He was so cocaineed out of his mind, and like, <laughs> he, he, like the veins coming out of his forehead. And he's like, "You just, you just had to showboat and hot dog and grandstand, yeah." Oh. Macho brother, I don't love those hoes, brother. You, you gotta <laughs> step out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna link it to you guys so you guys can watch this. It's a it's a thing of beauty because Macho Man was the best about he was in character, sort of, right? Like he yeah. he was he was himself. He was Randy Poffo. He was the guy, and then he was Macho Man at the same time. And it wasn't mm-hmm. in the weird, like, break the fourth wall, I'm going to wink and nudge like John Cena does, you know, which works for him. But mm-hmm. this was genuinely like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the one. Look at him. Look at that. That is some cocaine fucking face. Look at that. Like, that's not baby oil. That's just sweat. He's just sweating oh, his on. balls off, man. Sweating. Yeah, yeah. And you can really tell when he takes his glasses off and he's, like, really distraught. But, like, the veins around his eyelids, like, he is so gone. He's like, like, his body is about to just burst. Fucking bone saw, man. Yeah, it was. That was totally bone saw era. Like, Randy Savage, where the veins on his arms had veins. Like, they were just stacked on each other. It's just so crazy but like it's a heart that's a heartfelt promo i believed every word of that promo even if he was coked out of his mind even if he was crazy like i actually believed it i believe that he was really that upset with hulk hogan about fucking grandstanding and hot dogging all the time and you know (laughs) i bought in are you listening to his rap album yes i did (laughs) be a man hogan (laughs) don't be scared don't be scared oh such a good I need to listen to that CD. It's fantastic. It's the I same song over and over. It's about like it how magic. Hulk Hogan's a bitch, and that's about like that's the whole album. <laughs> is it on Spotify? It, it should be. Just buy that shit. You should end. Deluxe you should edition. end the episode. You should end this episode with that. With the yep, Be a Man Hogan. On, it's yeah. on Spotify. Oh God! It's so Actually, good. you shouldn't because because then you you get flagged and then yeah yeah it'll yeah, all be iTunes will get all upset and be like yeah the flag. Did you get permission? Oh, a little from... little little update on on my limited to no ads. Oh, all my yeah. stuff is fine now. Yeah. Oh yeah. All my stuff is fine now. They just you know tripping balls at first. Like, oh wait, what is this? What is this? Yeah. No. And then after like a few weeks, like okay, no, it's fine. The like, videos are fine. Like Yakuza, what? <laughs> well, he's part of the Yakuza, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> I could just see. I here's what I imagine at the YouTube headquarters is just someone. I wish I had like a bottle of water in here because basically, <laughs> I, what I would imagine is just somebody's typing. They're like, <laughs> yeah, and then they get like a little alert that like, oh, Nerd in the Bay uploaded a new video entitled <laughs> "My Thoughts." 
on fighting games. And then the guy <laughs> behind the camera is like, fighting? It, it's literally, it's literally, um, ah, shit, uh, what is it? Coming to America, um, not Eddie Murphy, uh, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Spinning out his water. It's literally that. <laughs> Just spit takes. The guy's like, what, what, what? And then, like, <laughs> and then, like, he, he just does the pose where he's, like, hovered over his desk, his palms just yeah. on the desk, and he's, like, gl- glaring at this monitor, like, what? Dude, what, what could this be? My, my video on, on the video game or the mobile game boxing promoter got flagged. I, was, I, I, was, I flipped out. I was like, can people not touch each other? Yeah, can boxing. How dare box? you? Like silhouettes of people boxing cannot that cannot happen in order to not get flagged. But then that was fine after afterwards too. I was like, okay, just, you guys are <laughs> you guys are just too sensitive right now. That's right. They're just I can't be I can't be having this in my life. They're just real major happy. Way. Yeah, exactly. Like at this point, because I think out of my hundreds of videos, only like twenty or thirty of them got flagged, and they were all from like five years ago. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, no one's watching watching that shit anyway. So, yeah, it's, you know, and it, it is what it is. And if you request a review, they're like, well, it's got to hit a certain view threshold that we'll uh, yeah, consider a, taking a, a look. After, uh, within seven days. But then, like, yeah, yeah, again, with me, it just took like a few weeks. And they're like, oh, no, it's fine. Now you can, you can have ads. I'm like, well, thank you. Fine. Thank you. Why were you tripping in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just calm because down. now you're completely buried and we, it doesn't really even matter anymore. That's yeah. Why. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if yeah. YouTube as a corporation is just like the hypochondriac that reads WebMD all day. <laughs> <laughs> they just think like, all day. oh, I got that. I, I feel hungry. I feel hungry. You're going to die. This is stomach ulcers. Oh, my God. My arm does the same thing that that thing does. It says that it pops and my arm pops and it says that's stage nine cancer. That's what it says right there on the screen. I don't even need to go to the doctor. I'm just going to write my living will right now. Like that's what (laughs) that's YouTube essentially in a nutshell. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. crazy oh i was gonna tell you guys that i did see a certain motion picture what what is today the fourth i I saw it yesterday Mm -hmm. and it is and i'd like to hear what your guys thoughts about this franchise is but i got to watch the new cult of chucky movie Uh, yeah yeah nope like, is it is it like super bad that it's good that it's bad? The, or is that it like, whole series is so bad that terrible. it's good. Like my yes, it's it yeah. ter- it's not like, even it's, just terrible. It's part of the motion picture. Yeah, it's bad, like it's like terrible. T u r r b l e. Like terrible. Charles Barkley. Okay. But okay. yes, terrible. But it's okay. it's also amazing because my wife is a huge fan of eighties and nineties slasher flicks. She loves every single yeah. one of them. That's her shtick. That's her gimmick. Like, I get it. And so I went out, and of course, I bought the Blu-ray DVD set thing of the new Chucky movie, and we watched it. And it's ju- it has everything that you would want if you want a Chucky movie. Like, it okay. has him being very vulgar. 
it has uh which is part of the thing he says very not chucky is vulgar he's super vulgar man he's talking about like all kinds of nonsense um but the stuff that because every one of the chucky movies has made me laugh out loud and like for sure i i want to i want to put that out there that like they're entertaining in the way that they make me laugh out loud because they always do a shot of like under a table or something to where you see these little pitter patter yeah. feet, like boop, 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 like him like running by, and every one of those shots makes me burst out laughing because you know he's dressed like Chucky, and whenever I think of it, I think of Chucky from Rugrats because he's built yeah. to be the same thing because he's the redhead kid with overalls and he wears the Technicolor stuff. Like they're kind of the same character in my mind, and. <laughs> And, like, there's apparently a weird theory about that, by the way, to where everyone in Rugrats is based off, like, a crazy horror movie uh, character. So, oh, like, really? like, Chucky uh, is Chucky, okay. and then Phil and Dill, yeah. uh, brother and sister, are actually based on the two okay. dead kids from The Shining. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, so um, now here's, yeah, here's yeah, the whole I'm thing. The lines, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole continuing uh, meta commentary going on in Rugrats, apparently. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right cool. but uh but yeah cult of chucky goofy um but that's kind of what you expect out of those movies for sure you know? for sure i'm just i'm yeah. just waiting for the new blade runner that's all yep. that's all like blade runner one's my favorite film ever made i don't know if you guys saw like any of the unboxing videos and twitch videos and stuff but in the background i have a whole shelf dedicated just to blade runner shit like i have a nice i have a signed and then you know uh and then, and then you have your your arm tattoo of blade runner right yeah like your uh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be getting one of the nexus six yeah and yeah so there you go. yeah dude i'm there all in go. dude i'm all in um, but yeah, and then what was great is, you know, I was like, well, they're remaking, well, not remaking the movie, but you know, they're bringing back this franchise and you know, eh, it is what it is and it's a cult classic and it's not for everybody and I get it. So they're going to try to adapt it to be a thing that it might not be, but Hey, we'll go see it and we'll have fun. But now all the reviews mm-hmm. coming out are like, this movie is genius. And I was like, Oh my God, they actually made it good. Now I'm even more excited, <laughs> which is, which is kind of crazy, right? Because you know, we're all fans of really geeky shit. So whenever you hear that they're bringing back geeky shit, like, hell, War Games! They're bringing back War Games! And I'm like, great, I remember how bad War Games was. Hopefully it's just as bad. But then, like, what if it ends up being awesome? And then it's a bonus, because it's awesome. But wouldn't you be kind of upset if it wasn't slightly shitty? Like, it has to just be a certain amount, right? Like... Like a slight of disappointment. A, a tinge. Like a, a like little little a morsel. Of salt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just sprinkle it on there. Just a little bit of like jank. Just and that, yeah. that's what I need out of the Blade Runner movie. I need the slightly like I need to be bored for like twenty five minutes. Like I need <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need it to be all action packed and perfect in every way. I need it to be slightly off in a few places. Because the original was, and that's why I like it, because it's not perfect, and they did what they could at the time, and you know those wonderful scenes of like, oh, they're going to an action, like there's going to be an action piece here. No, it's just like an, a minute of them driving. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, because what, some of my favorite scenes in the in the first Blade Runner 
is whenever Rick Deckard is fucking eating ramen noodles at this like shop, and then the you know Edward James almost comes and he starts speaking a different language, and then the uh, and it's very racist, and I apologize, but this is exactly how he says the line, and I love it dearly. I love this line where the chef comes and goes, "Oh, he's police officer," and then. You know, they're at the Chinese restaurant, and, and then one of the guys goes, He say you braid runner! And <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly how he reads it, too. And I was like, oh, it's so good! It's so I actually good. just watched the final cut again last night, because that was... Oh. He's like, you got the wrong guy, pal. I can quote that entire... I've seen every version of that movie probably 30 or 40 times. Like... I'm I'm obsessed with Blade Runner. I've uh, the Westwood Adventure game. I got uh, an original uh, art book that's actually signed by Sid Mead, the concept artist. Um, nice. So yeah, and it's in a frame and it's locked up. And yeah, man, I got every version Question for you guys. Uh, uh, every version of the paperback. Like when I nerd out on something. Question man, for you guys. Uh, yeah. Possible answer. Uh, what movie can you quote? From start to finish. Oh. For me, it's Friday. <laughs> I, I was able to. I was able to quote Friday because this was like middle school, and everybody was watching yeah. Friday, and we're not. They weren't supposed to. Yeah, so it was Friday for me. What movie can you quote? So start to finish. My what two able to back in the day. My my two. One's Blade Runner, of course. The other one is The Crow, with Brandon oh, Lee. Okay. Line for line, I could still, I could probably replay the whole movie like in a audiobook form. Um, <laughs> that's you know, yeah, I like, love it. Like audible.com? Yeah, <laughs> if, maybe I could even do it for audibletrial.com slash brothering around, and it could be one of the 180,000 books you can choose from. There it is. I'll just jump right back into it. It'll go back to jumping Jeff Farmer, but I just go into like showbiz mode immediately. Yeah, I, I take I take it that uh, that Audible is on good terms with Brothering Around again. Yeah, they they do okay by us, you know. All right, awesome. That's, that's great because I, there was a couple weeks where it was kind of touch and go because of everything. Yeah. No yeah. mentions. Yeah, no mentions. No no intro. But you know, we we worked it in there, so now they have to listen. Yeah. To make sure that we're gonna plug it. <laughs> yep. So there it is. They know. That's the case. They know. They know, and the people they, know. They that people know, and that's the important thing. I need the people yeah. to know. So. Yeah. But yeah, the crow. Like demolition sure. man. Like, right. like demolition man. Like how you have sex <laughs> <laughs> with that ring thing. Yeah. <laughs> people out there listening to Brother Around, they know. slash brother around. Now I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. See, it's perfect. It's Ooh. everything you could ever want. Um, there you go. I'm trying to think of some lines from The Crow. Have you all seen The Crow? Like, yes. Okay. That is yeah. on my movie list it's, of movies to watch. Oh, yeah. You, you need to watch that. It's you need to watch real that. good. It has a little 90s jank, but mm-hmm. I think it, it's a beautiful... Like, it actually does remind me a little bit of Blade Runner, because there's a lot of mood pieces and a lot of, like, rain and mm-hmm. neon, and, like, it, mm-hmm. it sets a tone really well. Alex Proyas is the director. He nails it. He directed Dark City. Uh, he did quite a few other kind of cult classic films, and it really fits that mood. But some of the lines are great. It's like, what you painted it all up for, crackhead? Halloween ain't till manana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, T-Bird, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. It just reminded me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
Oh, what is the other one? Like, <laughs> bad day to be a bad guy, huh, Skank? Because the guy's name is Skank. And he's like, hey, Skank! Skank's right there! Skank's dead! <laughs> it's like, that's right, Skank's dead. And then he throws him out a fucking window. Hell yeah! Oh man! Oh man! I need to watch it again, dude. It's dude. good. It's I, the good I, shit. I, I remember these lines as you say them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you can say that. It's like top shelf dank, man. It's like it's yeah. this perfect <laughs> capsule. Oh, and I mean, like most people know the movie because of the the history of it yeah. and how it was mm, yeah. the of course the tragedy and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also the uh, the fact that they. It's well well documented that they filmed like all the the crow stuff first, really. Yeah. yeah. And then, so it's just like you got the last half of the movie, which is Brandon Lee, and then you have like the little cut in stuff, like right afterwards. You're it's right. all like mm. a body double and shit. Yeah, there, there's a few, and it's bad. It's, uh, when I say <laughs> it's like an addiction, it's kind of an addiction. I could tell you every single scene where it's a body double. And then um, I could tell you the exact scene because they kept part of the scene where he actually did get shot for real as part mm. of it. Um, yeah, that whole thing. There's actually a few books about it, too. I have one on Kindle, um, and I think it's just called uh, The Making of the Crow, and it talks about mm, okay. all of it. It talks about like what piece of shrapnel came out of the gun, even though it was a blank. Um yeah, it digs in really deep to it. And it's kind of interesting because they didn't want to release the movie at first. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, no, we shouldn't. But then the performances were so good and Brandon really believed in it. And there's even a behind the scenes thing that uh, where he's like on set talking about why the movie spoke to him in a way. Mm-hmm. And he taught, and it's so surreal to hear it knowing that he died on this film set because he talks about like, you never know when it's going to happen. You never know when you're going to yeah. die in the mm-hmm. sense of that you're empowered enough that you can change the fortunes of people around you after your death uh, based on your actions. And, you know, he goes off on this whole deal and then you realize, like, holy shit, he dies like 24 hours later. Like, mm-hmm. it's really surreal. It's almost like he knew without saying that he knew something was going to happen. And that, of course, with the whole conspiracy theory stuff of the Lee family is cursed and the Shaw brothers are after them. And like, like that's a whole can of worms, dude. That whole Chinese mafia, like triad shit that's going down. It's like, whoa, there's a lot to it, dude. But (laughs) it's a really, I mean, just even on its own merits, it's a beautiful movie. Um, and I'm kind of glad, you know, they were talking about doing a reboot of it. And I was like, don't touch it. Like, don't touch that. Yeah, they shouldn't. I, I mean, they should. that's the one thing they shouldn't touch. Yeah, they already made, like, <laughs> shitty sequels to it. Um, <laughs> one with a. Oh, yeah, they did. With a What's Her Face from Van Wilder. Um, Tara Reed or whatever. Uh, Tara Reed, yeah. yeah. Where uh, I think one of the, the, the guy who plays the crow. Uh, basically shoots himself in the head with a shotgun to kill someone that was running up behind him. And then like his head remorphs into itself. Like, whoop, 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 whoop. he's like, <laughs> like it turns into this like chuckle fest. Like he's crazy Wolverine that like, he'll do yeah. stuff to his own body and like stab himself to stab someone behind him and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, it just makes you very terrified. Or yeah. uh, instead of, you know, it's something poetic about the crow because, 
you know, whenever he comes back from the dead and they murdered his wife and he comes back on Halloween night or like the day before Halloween, they call it all Hallow's Eve or devil's night. And he comes back, he puts like the makeup on because his wife was big into stage makeup. So he gets the stage makeup that she loved and he puts it on his face. He looks like a fucking baller. And like, so he goes out and he exacts vengeance for what happened. And then, you know, uh, city of angels or, yeah, I think it was City of Angels was the sequel. And it was about a magician, but it was kind of neat because he used some of that stuff during some of the kills. So he was almost like the Joker, okay. which was kind of awesome. And I was like, all right. And the guy that they got to play uh, the the crow was really good. Um, and it had like Iggy Pop in it in one of the better scenes I've ever seen Iggy Pop in. And so it was okay. It wasn't as good as the first, but it was fine. But then you started getting into okay. some weird shit to where, like, the third one, I can't even remember what it was called. It was called, like, the Crow Redemption or something. And <laughs> it, it's, like, he, he comes back from the dead, and it starts raining, and the rain burns his face, and it makes his face into the Crow stuff. Like. What? Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, these. What? Oh, yeah, no, he got electrocuted. He gets electrocuted, uh, like, on death row, but he didn't do it. And, yeah, but then he comes back to, like, oh. get revenge on the jury that convicted him or something. And I was like, that's kind of not how this works, but okay, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they were just law-abiding citizens that made the wrong call. Um, yeah. You know. And then I think he does make, like, a jury duty joke, and you're like, I don't, I don't like this. Like I would rather watch. <laughs> I would rather watch Chucky again. Um, I mean, of, of the Crow movies, obviously the the first one iconic. Uh, City of Angels was all right. Salvation was, yeah. And then the we can't forget uh, Wicked Prayer. Oh Jesus! With, with Ed Furlong as uh, <laughs> James Cuervo. Cuervo. Uh, <laughs> James Jimmy Cuervo. Oh, God. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, honestly, if, if they, there is a way for them to do more Crow movies without fucking with that original one. Yeah. Because even when you look at the comics, you got Eric, mm-hmm. you got Joshua, you got Irish, Irish Shaw, mm-hmm. Michael Corby, mm-hmm. uh, you have Mark, Leandri, uh, Vincent, Allura, Jamie, the man, uh, Carrie and Salvador. Yeah. Like those, all those characters portrayed the crow in the comics, usually for a couple issues, right. except for Eric. But, uh, I mean, you can touch on any one of those oh, sure. characters and not fuck with the Eric Draven shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. They don't need to do the Eric Draven story because it's already done and it's been yeah, done so, like, perfectly. And now, I mean, you could make the crow, really topical now i mean that's that's a thing that you know everyone loves a good revenge story anyway but i mean you know now we're in like the post old boy era of movies to where like revenge films might be the best films ever made um so Mm -hmm. and if you haven't seen like because i i what i'm thinking of is all the korean movies like old boy which is genius like marco and i did that whole spoiler cast on old boy and then uh and then like you had old boys sympathy for mr vengeance and lady vengeance the, yeah the trilogy they're there, so was, good um oh, all three of them were genius and then you had a, i saw the devil mm-hmm. which if you haven't seen that movie 
I give that the most thumbs up you can possibly give because it's basically about, oh, here's a police officer that's tracking down a serial killer and then he gets, he kind of gets off on like fucking with the serial killer, like knowing where the serial killer is going to be beforehand and like making sure that he can't do the murder that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And then it it slowly evolves into like holy shit! Even the serial killer's terrified of this police officer. <laughs> like it turns into a big fucking old boy style. Like what the? And like the ending is the most convoluted, but like most beautifully poetic ending. Like they set some shit up, man. And that's a that's a two and a half hour long ride. That once you're off of it, you're like. What did I just watch? It is like old boy. It has that same feeling of like, holy crap, this was intense. Um, but yeah, I saw the devil. Mm. Even even just watching the trailer, you're gonna know if it's for you or not. Because I mean, it's no, it's not gory. It's just like a mental mind fuck. And uh, when did we do that spoiler cast? Oh god, that was like a year ago, probably. Nearly a year ago. Yeah. I'm still not ready for a that kind of movie, dude. <laughs> to watch intense. that kind of movie, so I'm like, oh man, you're telling me there's another one. I'm like, oh yeah. I I well, <laughs> I, every time I bring up Old Boy, my wife just shakes her head. Like I made <laughs> I made my wife watch Old Boy, and she was like, I thought you loved me. Like at the end of it, she was like, Why did you put me through this? Uh, she ended up I mean, Yeah, she she liked the movie, but because I think Old Boy is the best revenge film ever made. Um, yeah, we talk about it at great length at a Brothering Around spoiler cast, and I highly recommend it. If you haven't listened to it already, um, I will say we literally go by the movie scene by scene. So I would recommend you watch the movie first and almost watch our thing with commentary on, you know, like we almost do a commentary track and, uh, yeah, yeah and talk about all the different just chaotic nonsenses of that film. I mean, that, that hallway scene is, yeah, yeah. Really- yeah. I still think it has the best plot twist in film history um, because no line of dialogue is spoken during the plot twist. You just see yeah. it happen. It, it It's very filmic in nature because there's no big music playing. There's no huge audio cues like dun, 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 like nothing like that. There's no, it, it's just, you're following a little laser pointer around a room. And, like, as you see things, as the main character, Odaisu, sees them, you start making the connections in your own mind. And then, like, you figure it out a split second before he does. And, like, there's a sense of, like, oh, shit. And then (laughs) it all goes to hell in a (laughs) handbasket. It's so good. Like, My my response was, like... No, 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 no. <laughs> yep. Don't let it be this. Don't let it be. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Oh, you feel the build, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you look at everyone around you, and they're, like, holding onto the couch, and they're and, like, shit. But, I mean, the, the beauty of the twist is, up until that moment, you don't know it's coming. Correct. At all. Yes. There, There is nothing, like... No, nothing even leading up where you could be like, oh, well, there's the twist. Like, we're yes. going to figure that out. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> just, by the way, here you go. You're like, what? Yeah, and <laughs> well, and there's so many different puzzle pieces that have hap- yeah. that have existed throughout the whole movie, like the angel wings, uh, the, the mm-hmm. boxes. There's two boxes with purple ribbon on them. 
Um, one's mm-hmm. delivered to Odaisu instantly. One's delivered uh, to the love interest. Like all these things are happening, and you're like, okay, this is kind of a weird movie. I don't really know what's going on. And then the moment that twist happens is whenever every puzzle piece fits together perfectly, and you're like, oh, no way. And then they do the big reveal. I saw the devil is kind of like that, but it mm-hmm. actually deals with like straight up murder. <laughs> like, well, it, yeah, it goes, it, it's less of the mind fuck, like, I'm gonna never live this down. And it's more of like, they call it I saw the devil for a reason. And it's like, which one out of these two, the police officer or the serial killer, actually saw the devil and yeah. really snapped? And, you know, it's, but that's what, so if you're a fan of like Death Note and that type of stuff, I think I saw the devil is highly recommended. Mm. Okay. That kind of that kind of brings up the point of um, what we've been talking about on Twitter, of um, the idea of having like that sort of spoiler cast, but like we space it out between like maybe like what every uh, after what three episodes, then we'll do like some sort of dedicated yeah, like a theme sort of topic cast, yeah, yeah, and then we'll just talk about that. Um, so and we were uh, we were talking about the idea of either. Either we decide what the topic is or, you know, we throw it out to you guys that, you know, give us a topic to talk about or, and then, you know, we'll definitely talk about it. We'll probably have it in like in a, in a vote session sort yeah. of thing. Like either we all pick a topic that we may want to talk about and then we'll have the people vote or just have the people just bring out a topic and I, whatever we like best, we'll talk about that on the dedicated episode mm-hmm. so. I, i'm actually kind of a fan of the idea of what everybody kind of throw in their ideas like yeah. us listeners all that and then we just do like a lethal lottery of it where it's just like just kind of all right well they're assigned numbers and roll a dice whatever oh topic 22 okay. what's topic 22 well shit i guess we got to talk about this now <laughs> right <laughs> okay okay i like that idea yeah I like that idea yeah and it kind of reminds me of like uh over the past year or so of brethren around before we made the transition to bigger cast and mm. different show style yeah like marco and i would pick something every week and it's like mm-hmm. i want you to read such and such i want you to watch oh, such yeah, and such yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. that worked out pretty well um so so yeah something like that like once a month um, even on Nitro yeah. Beard, the old podcast we would do, we would do a, a once every few months thing called the Illiterates Book Club, where we had oh, to pick, funny. yeah, we had to pick a video game, and it could be any video game, literally any of them. I think mm-hmm. the last episode of Nitro Beard we ever did was the Illiterates Book Club on uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, and mm-hmm. it was a favorite kind of of all of ours, mm-hmm. and we thought it was kind of fitting to like let's talk about one of our favorite childhood games growing up. And like, let's just do a whole episode about that and have that be the last kind of Nitro Beard show. And uh, it worked out well. I, I think it worked out well. And that that idea has always been a good one because then it gives yeah. us all like hell. It could be kind of like the the OSW old school wrestling podcast type thing to where it's like, okay, we all have to watch a certain wrestling match, and then we have to mm-hmm. come back and then we talk about it at length. Or, yeah. you know, and it could be really anything. It could be we listen to an album, we watch a movie, we, you know, read, you know, short stories. We, you know, and it's up to the fans, too. If there's some cool shit out there that you want us to get some, you know, info on, if you want to hear what our hot takes, 
what our uh, top shelf dank <laughs> takes on this stuff is. Like, let us know. Top shelf dank. <laughs> yeah. It's like pure grade. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So that that's that is something that we'll we'll probably most likely be doing. So yeah. you guys have some topics. Yeah, for sure. Throw it out to us. So should should we pick a topic? Should should we show the people what this is about? Should we all pick a topic right now and then do that next oh, week? Okay, do do to start it off. Yeah. And then once they get the idea of it, uh, of what the show off. is going to be like. Yeah. So is there anything? Yeah, sure. And and Todd Moriarty, I mean, are you guys doing a thing for gimmick bag or I mean, is it? Is there something that we should all jump in on? Like, if it were up to me, um, I, I want to see if uh, does everyone here have like Netflix and all that good stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Because I, do. I wonder if I saw the devils on there. Because I I need to corrupt mm. all of you equally. Like, <laughs> oh no, okay. Like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I want to see. Let me check to see if it's on there. Because they may have taken. Yeah, it go check. Okay. <laughs> It's on Netflix. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn it. yeah. Okay. Fuck. And what's great is the uh. serial killer is played by the main guy from Old Boy. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> it is a good. One. It okay. is so good. So let's let's decide here. All right. Do we want do we want host choice every month or? Do we want to each make a each uh, pick a topic and then they vote for it? So let's decide here. Oh, I you see what you do? mean. Like we each come to the table with something and then we do like a Twitter poll. Yeah. And yeah. whatever fans vote for is the thing we do the top. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So my so okay so then my idea would because, be I because, saw the because, devil because you're, yeah because you you point yeah you you threw that out there I'm like oh shit. Maybe we should do this, right? Because <laughs> you, you already, you already, have the topic. So like, yeah, because I, if if we're doing the, you know, each each person picks a topic, then I still need to think of a topic. Gotcha. But you have one, you had one ready at the hip. At the hip, dude. So, Maverick <laughs> style. Uh, yeah. Um, Todd Moriarty, what do you think? I am going through my list of stuff because of course i have a list of things i have to create a list of things now so yeah okay 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 um i was thinking about this before uh and we've been kind of touching back on this for uh past few episodes but like uh arcade upbringing talk about like the stories of your arcade upbringing oh yeah yeah that that would be mine. That would be mine. Okay. So arcade stories. Yeah. Let's see. Let me get that a would, notepad yeah. thing open. I would, I will do, I will say that with with your choice, Wes, mm. I I would think that there would be a time limit, depending how how long that movie will stay up on Netflix. It's actually gone off Netflix now. <laughs> like I had oh, it, it up. Gone. Okay, I had, had it, it up, and I was like, "All right, cool. Like, let me add it to my list. Why isn't letting me add to my list?" <laughs> what the hell? 
And now it's just like, oh, you can add a DVD thing to your thing. And I'm like, no, I don't want the DVD thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because if so you click that- on it, it uh, goes to a net- Netflix site error. It is on Amazon. What? God damn it! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> add to watch list. <laughs> it's two hours and 22 minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh, and apparently they're streaming the unrated cut. Yeah. So oh, God! <laughs> Fuck. Well, okay. I'll find it somewhere. <laughs> it's so good. It is uh, so good. But okay. see, here's the thing. I I'm kind of a connoisseur in like Korean horror cinema stuff. Mm-hmm. Like anything. Uh, oh, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. anything by uh, Chamuk Park is aces. Um, so it, yeah, any of the vengeance trilogy of old boy, you know, lady vengeance and sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, that type of stuff. He also did a movie called thirst about vampires, um, mm-hmm. that he was also part of the, uh, the compilation films, three extremes. He did my favorite mm-hmm. short film in that it's only like 10 minutes long called cut. You know, you know what Todd and Moriarty should do? Hmm. They should watch even one of Tara's house. Oh shit. <laughs> Get you on that Terrace House hype. Oh, man. Oh, man. Terrace House was I magic. To, I still need to watch Aloha State, because I guess there's like three parts or three oh, seasons really? of it now. Huh. Yeah, they're pumping them out for Hawaii. That's crazy. So, I don't know. I guess they just got that room, and they need but to anyway. book it as much as possible. Yeah, they, uh, they do. They do. <laughs> yeah, so you can learn about the, what was it called? The meat incident? Um, <laughs> yeah. The meat incident, yo. Uh, it's and so why, so much a drama. Why certain people are not being not not using? They're being used to their full potential. That's that's yeah, yeah. They may be good at baseball, but are you good at love? <laughs> it's everything oh, sleazy about like Big Brother, but with yeah. the amazing like K-pop like sort of. And, and and trepidation of it, of the Japanese culture. Yeah, everyone's so polite, but then whenever the they're not, yeah. they turn into like the most passive aggressive human beings on the planet, and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so amazing. Oh man. Oh yeah. Okay. So we have two down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you guys need time, then go ahead and take time. But yeah, sure. definitely let us know on Twitter. If yeah, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. And then, yeah, uh, uh, what I can do is make a poll. And I can have the poll there go for go. like, God, for the week. Five, yeah, pretty much five days. I mean, we can have it end a few hours before we go live. Um, there you go. But, uh, but yeah, we could do that. Or I wonder if we should do it for like up until Monday or so. And that way, if we need to watch a okay. movie, we have a few days yeah. to. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. probably going to okay. be the best idea. Yeah, get that, get that settled. Yeah, so. Because, yeah. okay. I mean, I'm I'm really tempted to just... Like, there's a couple that are bouncing around, and I'm right now I'm searching to see if one of them's on streaming platforms, and it's not. Okay. Yeah. So that's, mm. like, that completely eliminates it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you want to talk about some kind of fucked up movies? Suicide Club was fucking terrific. Oh, yeah. Suicide Club was great. <laughs> okay. I could talk Suicide Club for that, sure. I hear oh. that. I hear that name... Uh, bounce around before yeah it's it's a it the only thing that sucks is it's not on streaming so i mean mm, yeah uh 
but there is something on a streaming service that would be very interesting and uh, keeping with the gimmick bag whatnot wcw sin oh okay. shit okay. <laughs> that reaction is yeah that says it all wcw all right. sin i i think that oh shit was because kami knows what happens during that event i think yeah i need to <laughs> I need to see. Oh shit! Yes, I do. Oh. <laughs> when we talked about him earlier, too. Oh man. Yep. Okay. Oh. So, okay. So is that your choice, Todd? That is my choice. Okay. So WCW right. sin. <laughs> All right. Cool. See, it's hilarious because I'm more afraid of watching that match of WCW Sin than I would ever be to watch I Saw the Devil. Like, I could watch oh, shit about serial killers all fucking day, but showing, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that nervous laugh is beautiful. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Should what we even give done? away what the thing is? I mean, no. sure. <laughs> no, okay. Well, because we've all seen it. Like, I think we've all seen it. It's whenever Sid Vicious uh, busts his leg out and has the, oh, okay. the compound fracture okay. where his leg, like, oh, uh, God. His, his leg turns into, like, a giraffe neck. It just keeps extending. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's horrifying. And they don't stop the match. Uh, they keep no. It's the worst. Like, the, oh the, no! The only the thing, pay per view, yeah. is Shit. Oh, it's and then there's that. And it's that just which like... is just like actual. Like it almost turns it into like a smut film at that point. And then the only thing like more horrendous I think that I've seen in wrestling was whenever Eddie Guerrero. Um, and I think this was on like a freaking SmackDown episode. I don't even think it was on a pay per view. Did his where, uh, where he just like the whole ring was just his blood. Pretty oh yeah, it was a five star frog splash, and he comes down, and his elbow hits the ground before anything else, and then oops, my oh. elbow just boat goes the other way like a fucking flamingo <laughs> leg, and like it completely. Oh, that, was, that was his debut on Raw with the Radicals. <laughs> oh my god, it was so gross because he hit so hard, it just ripped his elbow just oh, ripped no. out of his arm, and then it just went the other way. And it literally was like a triangle, and Ooh. he was just like looking at his own arm, and then he like looked around, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. Corey, you know that face I make when Alexa Bliss does her little broken arm trick thing? Yes, yes. It's it. This is way worse than that. Yeah. Oh like, God. Oh yeah, because it's blood, it's, and I mean, it's a com- it's a true compound fracture, so the bone is sticking oh, out of the arm. And, oh yeah. It is nope. not, not a Whereas, fun no. Whereas Sid's leg just liquefies. I mean, nope. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Nope. Yeah. See, that's way worse than I saw the devil. So that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. If something tells me you guys are going to have a much better time about all of this than I will, I'm just going to be so fucking pissed at all of you for like maybe a few days. Yeah. I'll get over it eventually. Eventually, right? I mean, will stop. Be okay. I mean, arguably, I'll, I'll put it this way when it comes to like most of these things, it'll probably be like you and I like watching it while we prep and shit. Okay. And, like, yeah. So it's. 
See, and but here's the beauty of this idea. This is a perfect way that you can exact revenge on us. Because then, yeah. mm. if we do some shit, and you're like, oh, hell no. And then you you know of, like, the dankest thing. You're like, I know. <laughs> I'm going to make them watch a whole fucking season of, like, uh, Care Bears oh, or something. And, like, oh, just gosh. make us be the most miserable. Like, I want to stop watching this. But we can't, because we have to do it for the Total people. Total Bellas. Oh. Total Bellas or Total Divas. <laughs> See, and here's the thing, like... I'd, I'd have to get drunk, but I could watch it. Like I, <laughs> I could watch it. Yeah. Um. Sounds good to me. We can turn it into like a, a like a drinking game. Yeah. Affair, <laughs> just to like, so we can all power through it and hopefully not die of alcohol poisoning. Every all time on sober. Yeah. Every time on Total Bellas. Whenever Nikki Bella says, "I thought we were sisters." Um. <laughs> you've <Okay>. changed. <laughs> You've changed. Do you ever since you got with Daniel Bryan, you're just not the same. That's been like eight seasons worth of drama. You're you welcome. Her, you, you used to her, party all the time, and now you don't party at all, and you want to have a baby. I don't understand. John's gonna marry me, you know. That. One day he's got. He's gonna. I know he's gonna do it. We're gonna have kids. And then uh, Bree's like, you know, John Cena specifically said one, he's not getting married, and two, he doesn't want children. <laughs> I know, but you know, <laughs> when the right person comes around, like, yeah. Fucking... Oh. oh man, I mean, to you, he just sees you as a rat. I mean, right? That's the way it is. <laughs> oh. Brutal. Truth hurts. <laughs> Oh man, but oh, I think that's it. So, Morty, anything coming to mind? Like, is Total uh, Bellas the the one? Is that the pick? That was the, the worst thing I could think of right off the top of my head. I'll I'll have to think more on something else. Okay. So you'll let us know on Twitter then. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes, okay. I will. okay. So sounds good. Once we got that, we'll we'll make that graphic, and it could be something like make us watch the Ralph Bakshi Hobbit movie. Cause that shit was garbage. <laughs> oh my god! But hot garbage. The hot garbage. It <laughs> smells like a dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> oh but I think that's it. We're go. we're going. We're at an hour twenty. Right at that magic moment. There you go. Of the time. But I think that's it. What was this? Wait, was this episode forty? Was thirty nine? Thirty nine. This is 40. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it was just a <laughs> disaster. Um, <laughs> episode 39. It's funny. It just made me, uh, reminded me of the Snoop Dogg bit where he's on Jimmy Kimmel and it's like Plazanet mm. Earth. And he's like, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of animals is these? Is these, is these mongooses? Like, <laughs> I just thought about that because I was like, what episodes is these? Is this, is this episode 40? No. <laughs> Disease mongooses? Alright, that's our time, guys. For for Moriarty, for Todd, for Marco Flores, I'm Wes Gardner. And for the ever-illustrious Jumpin' Jeff Farmer, we are brethren around. And you turn the tables in the wrong way. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>